From that character in your book to the adrenaline in your workout, the focus in your drive, tranquility in your space, from the mayo in your hot dog to whatever brews your coffee. That's what Gumzo with your inner voice is all about. Conversations that keep you connected with you. So whether you are comfortable with your own company or you are the heartbeat of the crew, this is your space. Welcome to Gumzo with your inner voice. Hello my awesome people and welcome to your favorite weekly dose of pod radio. You are listening to episode 7 of Gumzo with your inner voice where we are all about conversations that keep you connected with you. Thank you so much for your reception and feedback on episode 6, my Zanzibar. And <laughs> it is beautiful to note that many people have had a Zanzibar moment, then later wish for the earth to just open and swallow you as a whole. And that's why we encourage you to share your stories with us via email address that is gumzothepodcast at gmail.com. And equally, follow us on our social media platforms that is Twitter and Instagram, the handle being gumzothepodcast. Remember, you can listen as well as subscribe to Gumzo with your inner voice via Anchor, Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts, as well as any other platform that you do so prefer. Now, in this journey of a thousand plays per single episode, I had promised to give shout-outs, and here we go. Shout-out to you, Simon Guitari, Fenia Munga, Faith Wakesho. We also have Tess. Shout-out to you, Doreen, a brilliant poet. We also have on Twitter three people, The King, and of course, my brother, Owen Abel. We also have Black Nations. And shout out to you, Zanaipe Tande, who really loved how he featured a song, Dakam Dakio, on episode 5, Truth or Dare. Shout out to you, Patience Sitawa, Rebecca, Edda Towet, Karesh, Jackie, Lizzie the Crown. Shout out to you, Miss Ida Wanderwa. DJ Dr. Jeff and Kwame all the way to Ghana. And before I forget, shout out to the land of Emiratis, United Arab Emirates, for being the new country on the Gumzo listening block. We hope you're faring on well, keeping sane, safe, and sound. And just before we dive into the story of the week, we'd like to give a special mention to people who are doing amazing things. So shout out to Shanice Kativi. She's among the nominees for the 2020 Cortex She Can Awards. And you can visit Cortex Kenya on Facebook and vote for her. Now, she is the founder of a community-based organization that is currently undergoing registration. And she basically looks to set up a children's center where they can come and feel safe, happy, loved, even as their guardians explore income-generating activities. Shaniska TV has a passion for children with special needs as well. And one day we will host her for an interview and just... You know, ask her what fuels her passion. So remember to visit Cortex Canyon Facebook and vote for Shanice Kativi. Now, we had an amazing journey covering conversations with your 18-year-old self. And we thank you so much for everyone who shared their story. We are starting off with a new 
theme that is dubbed My First Time and we will be covering our first time experiences in any spectrum. And to this end, or rather in light of this, we do have a story for the week. So let's give a listen to Mary's first time. Of course, not her real name. Places or even people are built or demolished by the reputation that accompanies them. You know how parents warn us about not being seen talking or even walking with Brio? Yes, it had to be. Because Brio has a name and that reputation that is just stunned alone. As much as we would like this story to be about Brio, it is not. But stick around. Who knows? I had always been a bit naive, a holy Jane of some sort, as my friends would describe me. At 18, my social resume only reflected academic accomplishments, but my friends had amassed considerable social experience. When my best friend Ruth was turning 19, she made the decision to host her 19th birthday in a club. A club. Remember what I mentioned in the preamble about the reputation of places and the incessant warnings from our parents never to visit them? Stay with me. My dear mother had warned me never ever to set foot in any of the many revelers' joints in Nairobi because bad things happened there. She made me believe that if a lady walked into a club, she would walk out pregnant. All along I heard and listened to her, even feared party joints under the cover of the night, until one day the spirit of curiosity took over me. Curiosity, they say, killed the cat. So when one day I gathered courage to ask my mother if she had ever visited a club and whether bad things had happened to her, I became the cat that day. I guess it's true that cats have nine lives because I've lived to tell this story. Back to my friend, Ruth. She hesitated a bit to invite me for her 19th birthday party because she knew my circumstances. When I pestered her about a birthday party, she finally gave in and invited me. Now, what is life if you do not put up a brave face? I accepted the invitation and affirmed that I would attend the party. Perhaps I agreed just to prove a point. Now, what do you do when you have a near-military mother but still want to go out? You improvise. And what better way to improvise than a God-sent big sister who has her own place? The day of the party came. It found me staying at my sister's. My sister took to the role of my personal stylist, advising on the dress code and shoes I was to wear. Here I was, in a skimpy dress and a fancy top, rocking for the first time ever, four-inched heels. 
My only concern was whether I would freeze to death that night. We had agreed with Ruth on a central pickup location and there I was at 6.30pm waiting for her. 7pm ticked and there was no sign of Ruth. You know that Kenyan reassuring line of, I am just here, I can't even see you. I gathered enough of that. Finally, Ruth appeared at 8 p.m. That is the day I learned that people start clubbing from 10 p.m. And I wondered to myself, is this the time evil was being marinated before being served to the world? People streamed in that joint in all dress codes, manners, and fashions. We ate, sang happy birthday, and continued partying. Little did I know that my liver was about to have a first-time experience. I was offered man of black eyes, and from the first sip, I thought to myself, this is not so bad. Then came the fourth bottle, and it's like every song became my favorite. Then the DJ played Surayako by Saudi Soul. I was unstoppable. The dance floor became my playground. Everybody cheered me on. I pulled all the possible moves my mind could cue my body to them. Truth is that I have both left feet. But who cared when your liver is equally overworking from the surprise? We spent the entire night in the club, falling in and out of sleep at some point. Who is that knocking loudly at this time of the night? And why is the construction activity happening at such an hour? These are the questions I asked myself. It was 10 a.m. the next day, but the terrible migraine made me believe otherwise. My body ached all over. I bet my liver was still shocked at the turn of events of the previous night. Before it could settle, I was given another black eyes. I was told it would restore my factory settings. The next day, I met my mom. I felt like narrating my first time experience to her. That it wasn't as gross as she had painted it to be. But I have been raised by an African mom. I know better. That was my first time to visit a club and my liver's first time to equally overwork. <laughs> ah, thank you so much for contributing to <laughs> my first time experience. Ah, topic. And you thought what? People start clubbing at 6.30? That, that, uh, that was unique. Not that I'm an expert. I'm not confessing anything. Just wondering. Of course, people start clubbing from 10 p.m. Thank you so much for sharing. And remember, you can still share your first-time experience through the email address gumzothepodcast at gmail.com. Before we sign out, we just want to 
Give a shout out to our brothers and sisters in the United States of America. We support you and we support the cause. Clearly, racism should not have a place in this world. And to bring the matter close to home, Kenya, tribalism should also not have a place in this country. Remember that. To leave you with a quote, let us normalize changing our opinion upon getting new information. We want to sign out by one of the biggest boy bands in the world right now. Tell you they have dropped an awesome song. The song is called Insecure and we are giving a shout out to none other than Saudi Soul. Listen, enjoy, share and repeat. She's so insecure, she don't make love with the lights on. So insecure, she don't want to talk about it, no. And I'm so insecure, one day she leaves me. And she find another guy who make her happier than I. Your inner voice.